I found this very interesting. Uh, I was just perusing online, and I found some uh, an article about some research. I found this on Yahoo.com, out of all places. And um, talking about how different generations have uh, their thoughts on side hustles, where you have a full-time job or a part-time job, and you add on something extra, just uh, either you enjoy doing it, or it's easy for you to make some extra money, whether you need the extra money or not. Uh, again, I found this on Yahoo. New research from a, a Texas group called Zen Business, which helps uh, people launch and manage their own businesses. Uh, the research by them shows a new study that 93% of Gen Zers have taken a step toward exploring business ownership. 93% of people in Gen Z. The study was surveyed over 1,000 of them. Aged uh, those people aged 18 to 25 showed 84 percent of them selected entrepreneurship as the most exciting of 12 career paths. 75 percent ultimately want to become ultra- entrepreneurs. The study uh, also offers insights into uh, Gen Z's disconnect with traditional work, which we can probably see through their obsession with technology and the internet. The 1930s is the last time we've seen this many people in a generation want to become entrepreneurs which is intriguing. About 72% of those surveyed said that traditional career paths that were open to their parents are no longer open to them. 86% said they would they uh, could no longer rely on the same old strategies to get ahead in their careers that their parents used, and 90% said they wanted to create something new. Interesting that it's all uh, this generation, the Gen Z generation, uh, has that a lot more than others. The popularity of social media among Gen Z also mirrors the explosive growth of content creation. The survey found 84% of Gen Zers rank creator as the most accessible or feasible career, which to me is a little ambitious. Uh, The entrepreneurship is uh, close behind at 78%. And then the article dives into side hustles, which is where uh, that can take a number of things. That can be landscaping. That can be car detailing. I'm just thinking of things off the side of my head. Uh, You can become a uh, contract Amazon delivery driver where you just decide, you know what, for four hours on Saturday, I'll deliver packages for for an hourly fee. Uh, And then another thing that a lot of people do is thrifting. Or they'll go to a thrift store, find something valuable that happens to be at the thrift store, purchase it, not with the intent of uh, using it for themselves, although if it fits, I mean, you could keep it, but uh, for selling it for a fairly surprising profit in a lot of cases. And actually, to talk about that, I bring on Katie from the New Pulse FM, our sister station, who uh, this is more of, uh, you've been doing this for a bit, and it's actually just kind of started, I think. Uh, from what I understand, because you just wanted something to do, and so you started discovering that there were valuable things at thrift shops. Well, yeah, I, I've always liked to go into different thrift stores. Um, I I like being able to find cool things. It started just me looking for things for myself, and then realizing, okay, wait, some of these things um, are valuable, and people like to buy them. Um, and you can make a profit off of it. Plus, you're getting those things out of the thrift store, um, out of landfills, which is a big thing for me. I like the environmental like part of it, where 
You know, there's a lot of things that Goodwill can't keep or other thrift stores like that. They get so many donations in that they have to throw out stuff because they just can't get enough like onto the floor. So reselling and thrifting like that helps keep things out of the landfill, which I like about it. Plus, yeah, it's a fun thing to do, like the thrill of the hunt, looking through the thrift store. And then when you find something really valuable, it's it's a very exciting feeling. So what kind of, when you say really valuable, you purchase something at Goodwill for, let's say it's a handbag for what, three and a half dollars, four dollars or yeah. something like that. What do you mean by you find something that's valuable? Like I found the other day, something that I'm keeping for myself, but um, it was a bag for $2. It's Tory Birch purse, which retails at like $600. So things like that, that I could never afford myself, but you know, for the time that I spent just, you know, having fun looking around, uh, it's pretty nice when you <laughs> can get a nice bag too. The, the retail price of 600 would obviously be new. Yes. Well, how does the bag? How is the bag? Is it completely destroyed, or does it look pretty new? No, it, it looks really new. Um, I think they had written the price. The um, people at Goodwill had written the price in Sharpie on the inside, so that does diminish the value. But other it than probably that, would. I don't know. I don't know how much I can make selling it. Probably at least like two hundred, maybe. But for an initial purchase of two dollars, yeah, uh, that's yeah, pretty. Uh, that's a pretty good line there. Yeah, yeah. So it just depends, and I mainly resell small things, and you know, get like ten dollars here and there. But um, it, it's just fun, and yeah, it's a, a way to something to do that's exciting, and you know, kind of uh, I don't know, the thrill of the hunt. The I keep going hunt. back to that. It's like a little treasure hunt. The thrill of buying something for two dollars and selling it for two hundred. Yeah, I mean, that hasn't happened to me yet, but (laughs) one day maybe. It's very interesting, especially looking at the study uh, that I found. Gen Zers, a massive percent of them uh, doing some side hustling, and then an even bigger percentage thinking entrepreneurship, which is essentially what a side hustle is, uh, is the top career path to take. 